I'm homeless because of what a customer did. What would a uh, customer service representative have to do for you to want them to experience homelessness? Put your answers in the comments. So this happened a couple of years ago, pre-pandemic. I owned a comic book and game store in a metropolitan area, and I've been there for several years. Sounds like the beginning of a nerdy rom-com. He's just a boy who owns a comic book store. She never went in. <laughs> because she's not a dork like you. Yeah. As with any place of business, you get your regulars. I had two employees that worked for me, one of which was a young lady that had worked with one of my regular customers from the area. Now, this regular customer, we'll call him Mr. M. Mm, it's just M, Mr. M. Mr. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Mr. Typically came in on the weekends when I wasn't there. But every once in a while, he'd come in during the week and talk with me about miniatures or comics or whatever tabletop game was coming out. He didn't make an impression on me one way or the other. I might as well have been talking to one of my action figures. <laughs> yeah. No, I would rather talk to my action figures. I love yeah. them. I, I don't yeah, care bro. about you, you bread with legs. Then one day, one crazy day, he stopped coming in. My female employee. We'll call her Miss F told me that Mr. M was hurt really bad at work and he had asked her to make his purchases while he was in the hospital and I didn't think much about it. Fast forward to about six months later, Mr. M comes into the store and he's in a wheelchair. His girlfriend is with him. We'll call her Miss G. Now, full transparency, I had a huge crush on Miss G. I would gush like an idiot around her and spend way too much time explaining some inane thing she'd ask about just to be talking her up. She's probably one of the most intelligent women I've ever met. Funny and beautiful, the boot. Man is just like shamelessly rizzing up this dude's wife. And a regular customer too. Have you no loyalty to the milk toast customers? Mr. M had to have noticed, but he never said anything anything about it. And after he was in a wheelchair, I spent a little more time talking to him, which is good. At least he wasn't like, yeah, I'm only going to talk to the wife even more. Oh, sorry, buddy. Conversations happening up here. Can you hear down there? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he would be a monster. A monster. Who does this to your regular customers? There's a bond. It turns out he was a really cool guy, led an amazing life and was well liked by other customers that came into my store, which I had never noticed because I was busy flirting with his wife. <laughs> After his injury, I noticed him coming in more frequently since he wasn't able to work. He was always with his girlfriend because he could no longer drive himself, and we sort of became friends. I went to visit him at his home a couple of times. It was a modest place, but you could tell everything in it was high quality. He had a gaming room and a video game arcade in part of the house. One day, while I was there, my employee, Miss F, showed up at his house, came in with her own key, and went into his room and came out wearing different clothes. It threw me off. So I asked what the deal was and found out that Mr. M was dating his girlfriend, Miss G and my employee at the same time. And 
They were open to it. Whoa. Dude. Damn. Mr. Mm really got that. Mm-hmm. I tentatively broached the subject with Miss G, and she not only confirmed, but even told me they were trying to find a way to make it official between the three of them. So tr- they're trying to get do a, 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 a thruple marriage. That's when the jealousy kicked in. Mr. M was a nice guy, and he wasn't ugly or anything, but I just couldn't for the life of me figure out how this guy, even before he was in a wheelchair, could land two of the most beautiful and intelligent women I had ever met at the same time, and they wanted to be sister wives with the guy. What's his secret? What is it? Ask him! That's what yeah, I was ask like. ask him the secret, dude. Yeah, just... Yeah. I kept it to myself, of course, and life carried on like this for about 18 months. Then the F up happened. I was having a pretty shitty week at the store. One employee had quit without notice and Miss F had taken time off in advance to focus on school. I had some temp help, but this guy was an idiot and could do little more than bag comics and put things on shelves. During this time, I had quite a few customers try to haggle me down in price on my merchandise. I don't know what was going on, but it seemed like every other customer wanted Wanted some kind of discount. Wait, is Mr. Mm, like, I've taken all your women. Now I'm going to open a competitor and take all your customers too. Yeah, he opens up a competitor right across the street. <laughs> no. Oh. Then Mr. Mm came in. He had ordered some new stuff for a game he played. While he was ordering them, he and I were talking and he asked, since I'm buying so many of these, is there any chance I could get a better price on them? Even Mr. Mm asking for the better price. Full disclosure, he had ordered 10 cases of stuff. I was charging him full retail plus my markup. There was plenty of wiggle room for me to give him a discount of some kind. I could have given him 40% off and still walked away with a profit. Also, it should be noted, if he hadn't been ordering these 10 cases, I would never had the stock in my store to begin with. It was basically free money. Instead of giving him a discount, I yelled at him in front of about half a dozen other customers. You're a f***ing asshole. What is it with you people and your discounts? Do you think I'm running a charity here? I have to make money to pay the bills here. OP. OP, that seems like a slight overreaction. Oh, this is not good. Buddy, my dad actually does this at like most places he goes to. He's just like, oh yeah, he'll get a coffee at Earth Cafe. He's like, oh, like, can I use the discount? And sometimes there's like, oh yeah, no, sir, there's no discount for this coffee. Then like 30% of the time, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we can, we can apply the 15% discount. I got to do that. Yeah, dude. You can just ask for things for cheaper. Your dad is just, he's just the man. He's just the man. And it went on like this for about five minutes of him just sitting there in his wheelchair looking up at me while I piled on every complaint about shitty customers that came to mind. Five minutes? You're fumbling your own bag. You're an asshole, dude. I don't know what came over me, but I felt like I had some small measure of power over this guy and my jealousy wouldn't let me abate my temper. After I took a breath and stepped back, that's when I knew I fucked up. Everyone was staring at me. One person had their phone out recording. Miss F had walked in at some point and watch this tirade unfolding. Every time Miss G had tried to wheel Mr. M away, he would just gently put his hand on hers and stop her. He didn't say a word the whole time I was losing my shit. Not a single word. Then, as if nothing had happened, he said, okay, my man, 
My bad for asking. I didn't know you felt strongly about it. Here, let me pay for my order and give me a call when the stuff comes in. For the crowd, for the phone recording, for everything, that was the worst thing he could have said, right? What, you mean Miss, uh, Mr. M? Uh, yeah, Mr. M, because now it's like, all right, you're going to be a, a tirading dictator a-hole about your stupid little games. So now, like, that, if that phone recording gets out around town... Oh, he's fracked. <laughs> game over, literally. He's wrecked, dude. I wonder if it's gone viral. Like, I wonder if this is like legit. Let's see. Let's see. I was completely flummoxed by his reaction, but I finished the transaction and he paid my asking price and he left with Miss G. Miss F followed him out as he was leaving and she came back in a few minutes to buy a couple of things for herself. She acted like nothing happened and I tried to give her a feeble apology and she said, don't worry about it. He's not going to, so you shouldn't. That was the last time I saw Mr. M in person. His order came in about five days later. Miss G and Miss F came in to pick up his order. And about a week after that, Miss F told me she wasn't coming back after her scheduled time off. I noticed a couple of weeks later that for the first time in years, I had a downward trend in profit for the month. The following month, it was worse. Typically, I would order certain games or comics because they were in high demand and I'd have to reorder them twice a month. This time, the stuff I had ordered at the beginning of the month was still sitting on the shelf. Since I was spending more time at the store, I started to notice that some of my regulars were becoming irregulars and I got a chance to have my accountant walk me through the books. That's when I noticed it. Throughout the month, there would be cash purchases ranging about $300 to $500 three times a week, usually on Tuesdays, which I didn't work on, and on Saturdays and Sundays, which I also didn't work on. So I reached out to Miss F and asked her about it, since it looked like these were usually the times when she worked. I started asking about the transactions, and she quickly said, oh yeah, that was Mr. M. He spent $1,200 to $1,500 a week there by himself, basically every week since I started, which was like since you opened the store, right? Whoa. He's literally been like the most loyal customer ever. $1,500 a week at this store. On like games and comics and... Whoa. And OP just completely boofed it. Oh my God. I could literally feel my heart hit my stomach on the way to my knees. I asked Miss F if she ever used her employee discount. She promptly said no, but that the money she typically did spend there, 80 to $100 a week, was usually given to her by Mr. M. But wait, it gets worse. The third month after the incident, one of my regulars comes in who hadn't been there for a while. I started talking with him and asked if he knows where everyone had gone. My regular MTG group had dwindled down to about four guys coming in when up to this point it had been a group of at least 50. My miniatures players hadn't been in to play in almost five weeks and the pull boxes were about to be cleaned out because more than two-thirds of my regular comic subscribers just stopped showing up. That's when he tells me, yeah about that. You know Mr. M right? Someone shared the video of you berating him on our Facebook group and comic book store owner that isn't you offered him a 15% discount for life. Since Mr. M started going there they set up miniature tables and started hosting card and board games. Everyone is going there now. I barely paid rent that month. The following month, I didn't make rent. And the month after that was official, I had to close up shop. Two months after that, I literally moved back in with my parents. I went over the books as far back as I could. And in the course of my previous five years, it looked like Mr. M had spent over $325,000 at my shop by himself. He never was flashy or flaunted his wealth or anything, but he certainly spent more than enough to cover my lease and utilities. I 
bring all this up because yesterday I ran into Mr. M at the local taco joint. He was walking around and you'd never be able to tell he had been in a wheelchair. Miss G was with him. It's Mrs. G now. She's still gorgeous and charming. They were out picking up carvings for a Miss F. Maybe Mrs. F too, since she was at home pregnant with her and Mr. M's second child. We talked a bit about the pandemic, how some local businesses were hit hard. I brought up that I heard that one of the local shops survived the pandemic because they got bankrolled by a customer that didn't want them to see them close due to the hardships. Miss G gave a giggle at that and Mr. M tapped the side of his nose and winked at me, Santa Claus style. I died inside. Then I got to watch them drive away in a brand new 2021 Bronco first edition while I'm still driving the car I did last time I saw Mr. M. After they left, I sat there in my car thinking about this colossal F up. I swear I was cry eating my tacos. And there is a thick, juicy update on this story, but fuck. You could have apologized. You could have apologized. Oh, also, P.S. I still live with my parents because once my boss found out that it was me that treated Mr. M so badly, he fired me. Dog. (laughs) Oh. So this was after he closed his own shop. He got a different job and couldn't keep it because of how he treated Mr. M. Wow. That's crazy. All right. Let's get into this update. So I've also learned that my parents are enablers, at least my mother is, and that I should consider distancing myself from her as soon as possible as she is partly responsible for the abuse at the hands of her social group. So we're working on that. My father did not throw me out after seeing my last posts, but when he reads this, he probably will. Who knows? Lastly, the apology. I reached out to Mrs. F on the premise that I wanted to congratulate her on her expectancy. And during the course of that, I explained I would like to meet with the three of them in the near future to apologize in person. She agreed and said that would be nice and told me that the three of them would actually be not far from my house the next day. And if I wanted, we could be for lunch. I almost chickened out at the last minute, but I went. They were together sitting outside when I arrived. Miss F was definitely pregnant and Mr. M was seated between the two of them. So I sat opposite to him. What a G. It just sounds like he's like a great guy. Like he's rich and he's also like really nice. Yeah. I feel tempered. He just sounds like a good dude. I led with, look, I know it's been a long time, but I feel like I really owe you apology for the way I acted a few years back in my shop. So I'm sorry for that. Also, I'm sorry it took me this long to apologize. Mr. M said, Oh, I don't care about any of that. It was never a big deal to me. Apology accepted. That almost is worse. Oh, he saw the confusion on my face when he said he didn't care about any of that and continued with, we moved two weeks after that. Didn't Miss F tell you when she gave you the notice? It was just too far to drive all the time. Since you never texted or called, we assumed you didn't really miss us. I asked where they were living now generally. And sure enough, the shop he started going to is about seven miles closer to his house than mine would have been. And in city miles, that's basically across the country. Plus, I just found out I was prego, so I decided I needed to find work closer to home. Miss F chimed in. So here I am having twisted myself up about all of this and everything. And to these people, it was nothing of consequence. We finished up lunch together. They told me about the things they're doing and seem to be doing really well with life. So good for them. I somehow feel worse after the fact. Just goes to show, right? That's the update. Have fun ripping me apart. (sighs) That update kind of sucks, dude. That's rough. It just, it made him feel worse. 
It's like, oh shit, they didn't even care to begin with. I'm a little bit, my conspiracy theory on this story is that Mr. M did really care. And, you know, maybe that's a convenient excuse. And it's twisting the knife. He actually cared so much that he moved. Playing like a million D chess. I don't think so. Man already has two wives. He doesn't need anything else. That's true. He doesn't need to care about this freaking loser. Like, he lost all his stuff. This pawn scum. But man, I mean, what would you do if like you were a regular customer at a place and some dude chewed you out like this. Like, I would probably never go again for sure. 100%. And I would be like, dude, screw you. Yeah, screw you. Who are you? And also, if I knew how much I had been going there and how much I had been paying, oh, man. I would be like, bro, do you know who you're talking to? You don't. But with that, I think this is a riggedy wrap. Also, if you have a story that you want to share with us, call us at 440-508-6567. We'd love to hear your stories. We're going to do more call-in episodes with you guys. So uh, looking out for those. And we'll see you in the next one. Love you. <laughs> this is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewind. I see my mom every day, but there's one problem. She has no idea that I'm her son. You know, that would uh, put a damper on things. It's like, hey, ma, am. No, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I need some coffee. Moam. Moam. You know, isn't that like a biblical character? Probably. Moam. I'm pretty sure. Mo Moam, king of the moms. King of the moms oh, and yeah, the mams. And the mams. All right. Do you want to know what it is from Urban Dictionary? Moam. Ooh, lay it on me. Mother of all meltdowns. It's a big old, big old freak out. Moam. Man on a mission. When a person is in a state of both adrenaline focused determination and performing serious attacks consecutively, swift or simultaneously. You know, he, you could say he's on a Moam to find his mother. That he is. But that why? Is. <laughs> What you trying to do with what, mommy? Mommy? <laughs> mommy? Okay. The story starts off very like intense. Ooh, you ready? I'm, I'm ready for it. She had me when she was 14. And I, 24 male, was given up for adoption. My parents told me about her growing up. I still have the letter she wrote me that she asked if they could give it to me if they wanted. Oh, it's like sweet but heartbreaking yeah. at the same time. It's crazy reading it sometimes and knowing it was a literal child who wrote it saying she's sorry she couldn't be my mommy, but she hopes I'm happy. She was open to having contact, but we moved for my dad's job when I was around 11 and it seemed impossible to find her. But luckily, I did. Oh, Reconnected. snap. She's working at this small little restaurant and I keep going, but she doesn't know it's me. We talk sometimes and she seems like a nice lady. Sometimes when she says something like, do you want a refill, honey? Or uses another term like that. I want to tell her, mm. you're my mom. Mommy, it's me. <laughs> Hello. I don't know why it makes me so nervous. We talk sometimes and it seems really genuine. If it's not super busy, she's more open to talking about random stuff. And I literally drive two hours to come eat at this exact place just to see her. And it's wow. like she knows me already because I'm there once or two times a week over the past three months. So she always says hi with a big smile. But man, if she only knew. It's sad. But guess what? What? There's a freaking update, yo. Oh, this, this is, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Well, Reddit, I did it. I told her. Hey! And it was pretty heavy. 
my heart was even beating fast. I kept trying to think how to tell her. Many of the comments on my last post were mentioning writing her a letter, just how she wrote a letter for me. And originally that was a plan, but it felt like I needed to say it out loud. I did wait for her to be done with her shift. And that was when they were closing the restaurant already. And I waited in the parking lot. We said hi when she saw me first, but I told her I was there for something serious that she needed to know. First, I told her sorry for keeping it from her so long. And she didn't react until I actually pulled out her letter. And she started bawling from there, like screaming and crying at the same time and didn't even have to finish the whole I'm your son speech. She just saw it and knew. It was crazy. Next thing I know, she's hugging me instantly. But then she kind of pulled back and asked, is it okay if I hug you? Of course it is. And we were just hugging and crying in the parking lot. I hate to, I hate to ruin the moment, but imagine imagine he's like, no. Actually, I don't like being touched. Can Actually, you get the fuck away from me, mom. We're not that close yet. Oh, that would be You've bad. been gone all of my life. Um, it hit her hard though. Her legs gave out for a second, so I actually had to hold her up while she's still hugging me for oh. a minute. What really got me was her saying to me, look how big you got. Oh. Also hearing her cry made me cry too. She went back to open the restaurant up. She wouldn't take no for an answer. We had a coffee. We ate a slice of their pie inside and talked. So many things we talked about. She told me the second time I came to the restaurant, she got the feeling, but for her, it was hard to believe it was me. So that feeling, she just pushed way down. Wow. Oh, premonition. She says, I look so much like my biological dad when he was younger, though. We talked about him, too. They stayed in contact with each other in case I ever reached out to one of them so it would be easier to contact the other. I didn't have to hope about finding my biological dad since he was never mentioned. So I'm glad they both planned for this future scenario. She told me about how they wanted to keep me, especially my biological dad. He didn't want me to be adopted, but he knew they had to because they were just kids. It took him long enough to get past it after I was born, she told me. That's why he didn't leave anything because he didn't want to believe that he might not see me again. We talked for hours till almost two in the morning. They closed at 11. She just wanted to know everything about me. But her main thing was, am I happy? Were my parents good to me? Did I have a happy childhood? And I did. I told her, thank you for helping me to give me this life. We both cried again. She cried the most. Everything was very emotional for her. Sometimes she would look really happy, but then get sad again. After my 18th birthday, she was hoping I would find her. And that's why she stayed in the same city all these years. But since I didn't, she always thought maybe it was because I resented her. Maybe I wasn't told that I'm adopted. Or maybe I had decided it was better not to have her around. It made me feel bad for not telling her sooner. She told me it's not my fault and I did the right thing going at my own pace. Honestly, she's so sweet. The way she kept looking at me with the biggest smile, it made me emotional sometimes. Makes you think, how can someone who's been a total stranger your whole life Mm. look at you with so much love? It's wild. We learned so much about each other. She asked me if we could have dinner again soon to keep talking. And if at some point in the future, if I'm interested to come over to her house so I can meet her husband. That all sounded really great. We exchanged numbers. And after I left, she sent a text telling me, thank you for giving her this gift. And she didn't know if it would ever come. My girlfriend came over and she hugged me while I cried. I wasn't sad, by the way. These were happy tears. Everything went better than expected. There was still emotionally heavy stuff. But I'm so glad that we got to open up to each other. I mean, this is like a rare, really happy. Yeah, like so just, cute. Just feels really good. And like also, good, man. I mean, like the parents could have not withheld the letters or like, you know, all yeah. all these things happen. And also crazy that like she uh, 
like she thought it was him which i guess like well if he looks like the biological dad like initially i was like is it premonition or something right. it's like if it looks exactly like the biological dad she's like wait that looks that looks like the guy that knocked it's, me up it's me from the past uh, i'm back again i'm back baby <laughs> but yeah this is this is a very rare wholesome. great wholesome love to hear it this boss ain't happy, see? Uh, what's wrong, boss? We're running low on respect. This podcast ain't got enough five-star ratings on Spotify. What do we do, boss? Yeah, boss. Yo, the one listening. Go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about and then give us five stars, capiche? They did, boss. Ah, beautiful. Now we're the most respected family in this goddamn town. Thanks, listener. You're now an honorary member of our family. Remember, we take care of our own.